In this game chat, Ruth and I talk about some of the theories that help us craft better, more satisfying game experiences. So there's a whole bunch of social and psychological theories that designers have applied to games that they're also applied by analysts and academics afterwards to their interpretation and philosophizing games. And some of these frameworks that you can ab- absolutely use in games. So uh, Mark LeBlanc has a taxonomy of game design pleasures. And they're trying, I think, understand or theorize games as, as a very human set of properties. So sensation, what's our sensory apparatus, fantasy, our imaginative apparatus, the appeal of narrative, the idea of having challenges that you can overcome. But as you say, if you've got some idea that's motivating you and driving you to do the work and, and then pivoting when you get feedback and letting it evolve, I think you, you'll recognize that the application of a technical framework could be useful. So these technical frameworks can come are, are brought in midstream or late stream in development. I, I, would they ever, I, I'm wondering how, how strongly they'd influence further development. Or are they really sense-making devices? Like, do we have a, a function for fellowship or are we deliberately not allowing fellowship into our mechanism? For example, it's single player or how do we make the sense of fellowship in a, in a single player with the NPC, NPCs, non-player characters? So there's that. The LeBlanc had those characteristics. There's a, another writer called Bartel who focused on player type. Bartel wrote back in the text-based days of gaming that there were achievers, explorers, socializers, or killers. I'm annoyed by it being four player character types because I must be one of them, right? So Jesse Schell. uh, So who is Jesse Schell? You've heard of Jesse Schell, haven't you? Yeah, so he's a game designer who uh, he had worked at Disneyland designing rides for Disneyland. Yeah, he, found, he founded a game company called, I think it's Shell Studios. And uh, yeah, he, he wrote a book called The Art of Game Design. And it's basically like looking at design through the different lenses. Yeah, just to aid, aid the process of design, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you say, he started off um, working in entertainment and with Disney. Um, he wanted to work in games specifically. He he had some software engineering skills and training and he worked through, I suppose, graduated um, over time and became a from a programmer to a game designer to a game director mm. to, and as you say, he, he wrote the book, um, The Art of Game Design, which is a really great book. And it's got these 100 lenses of uh, game design, the game design lenses, which like Bartel and uh, LeBlanc, are kind of little tools, tricks for challenging yourself um, in, uh, for analyzing your product in a sense or the, the, the way your game the, the, uh, unfolds and how, is it, how it's experienced. And it's a, a fantastic set of tools for analyzing, mm. I would say, even normal products. But, you know, it's all about game design with Jesse Shell. Shell famously uh, gave a speech at DICE in 2010 where he talked about the gamification of life through the sort of digital world. Um, uh, He was criticizing Facebook in a sense, I think. But um, he gave an example of getting points for everything you do in the day, for brushing your teeth, for riding on the bus rather than taking the car. 
and so he's he definitely uh, has a, a broad sweep of, of of knowledge and experience of game and game thinking in the world. If you read his material or listen to his his talks, you he's constantly I think like it's a great adage, and that is to constantly listen, hopefully, and observe everything that your user is doing. And constantly, as you as the designer, as the developer, as the artist, as the modeler, asking yourself, is the person using it the way I thought they were using it? Is is it right? Or why is it this way? Can we change it? Um, And more importantly, how is your user, how is the player feeling? And getting into the mind of the players, so important. And so the art of game design and the game design lenses. So go to jessieshell.com. They're a really useful set of tools for a thought-provoking um, framework or set of tools for analyzing what, you're, what it is you're doing and what you're experiencing and what your user is experiencing, and particularly looking at how to add, and ma- add more detail and add richness for everything. I mean, uh, w- why is it important? I, I'm thinking all of those, um, uh, the new generation of games, you've got the engine itself where you're in-game, but how many people spend half their time configuring their player? Half of the interface, let's say you've got an immersive interface uh, like for play itself. The World of Warcraft, for example, um, many of the players spend time, hours perhaps, uh, dressing up. Not only is that, so that's what the players are doing. That's what your developing, development team are going to have to be spending time on too. The back end, essentially, the configuration, the, the balancing of the, of the uh, players, the powers of the players, the uh, skills and, and level properties. We hope you enjoyed this game chat. Please do subscribe and listen to more episodes.